0: Welcome to the Grace Place, an informational podcast about marriage. Join us each and every Sunday where we touch on some topics that's profound, meaning with knowledge and insight on the basics of marriage. We touch on how to deal with the conflicts, the trials and tribulations, and the negatives and positives within marriages. Now, here's your host and co-hosts, Andrew Adams with Chris and Maria Jones.
1: Welcome, welcome to season two of the Greats Place with Chris Jones, Maria, and myself, Andrew Adams. Season one, we touched on some topics that prof- that's profound, meaning with knowledge, insight on the basics of marriage. Uh, we touched on communication in season one. We touched on how to deal with conflict, the negative and positives within the marriage. But in season two, we plan to go more in depth into many problems in the marriage and tackle them so we can have an idea of what God placed before us. God cherishes and bless the marriage. Although he never once said everyone is to be married, but if married, may your marriage be prof- prosperous and fruitful. We learned throughout season one that no one is perfect. We learned that most never been equipped or never had the proper tools of marriage. Like Chris always say, who taught you how to be married? and we appreciate the people listening and accepting the information in the dialogue. Again, this is not a counseling session, but it can be used as one. So sit back and enjoy us on season two as we start today with the title, Are You Married? Today we're missing out of one of our main co-hosts, Miss Maria Jones, but I got somebody here representing them my good friend, my mentor, Chris Jones.
2: Good evening, good afternoon. Uh, Glad to be here. Uh, Didn't think I was gonna make it today, but by the grace of God, I did. And uh, just today, I'm excited by starting another season, Uh, especially with this topic today, are you married? And starting off and asking, are you married? Uh, There's a lot of different customs, traditions, that we look at, not just in the Western uh, world, but also just all over the world. And there are different topics that we probably will touch on today, such as common law marriage and uh, your civil union, are uh, basically being joined together by um, a pastor or a uh, judge.
1: Good, good. I'm glad you said the common law marriage. And the uh marriage with your pastor or your judge, because common law is different and than going to like your your pastor or whatever and standing before him and pronouncing husband and wife. Right. It's a different. And what makes that difference is the marriage license. Right. A lot of it goes into uh I, I want to say, I guess marriage license don't, to me, don't make you married. Right. It don't make you married. I think it, it's just a piece of paper for the state, <laughs> my, my personal opinion. And you got anything on that, Chris?
2: Well, the thing about the marriage license that I uh, look at, what does it really entails about being married? Right. You know, you have a driver's license uh we have a doctor's license right so that is saying we have a license to practice uh our particular uh profession but a marriage license that that does that really entails that you're practicing being married you know uh
1: we'll just go over a couple of things that i'm looking at and well let's give them what a the license really is like you said you got a driver's license and you got your marriage license, you got your gun license, you got all these different licenses. But the license only give you the right to do something, and without the, without it, you'll be doing something illegal. So, and a lot of people don't know marriage license is not even required. I mean, it's not even law. Having a marriage license is not even law. Right. So, uh, what makes a marriage then, in the Western world? What makes a marriage is a man and a woman joined together. Right. And
2: they are joined together as one, coming together as one in the eyesight of of God. And you're making a commitment to the world to know that him or her is your significant other. And you're letting everyone know, basically saying that that person is taken off the market. Correct. Correct. That's where you have the exchange of rings. You have... The ceremony, so
1: to speak. So, so basically, it's saying that uh, what makes a marriage is the commitment, a ceremony in front of God and the witnesses, and the sacred vow creating the covenant. Right. Creating right. the covenant. So the ceremony is important, but the way I, I, I guess what I want to say is the way we cherish the ceremony, we're not even thinking about after the ceremony. Exactly. Yeah. And and you have most, a lot of people.
2: they focus more on the wedding than they focus on the marriage the The wedding is only for one day the marriage is for a lifetime and to go into that I don't know if we really look at what we really don't doing Uh, I know Tyler Perry had the movie Why Did I Get Married Right, (laughs) one and two and I know there's a lot of people that ask those questions. Why did I get married? Especially when the trials and tribulations come. Right. And when you got your marriage license, they don't go into how do you deal with your trials and tribulations. Right. They don't go into how you uh, uh, react or respond to one another. Basically. They ask you, do you want to be together? You say yes,
1: right? and that's pretty much. You and get a marriage, and they send you on your way. And it's crazy because you have to study for a driver license. right? You have to study for a handgun license. They yeah. send you to all these handgun different classes. classes. But when you go for a marriage license, you just sign a piece of paper, and they send it back. Right. Nobody never taught us how to be married. Didn't yeah. give classes on how to be married, anything. Nobody. We just had our friends, our family. We just had people
2: around us. Who was looking at uh who we thought had a good marriage but right we, we never saw the good and the bad we never saw right uh, the sleepless nights or the the disagreements and we never talked about how do we deal with those disagreements
1: right and it's, and it's crazy because uh like like we said the ceremony is important but we don't supposed to cherish the ceremony we cherish the marriage right so uh the ceremony states, "Uh, what I learned about it, when you stand up in front of the god and the witnesses, and you state these vows, why do you take, oh, well, you take this man and woman to be your lawfully wedded husband or whatever, they're just stating to the world that this is your wife, she's off the market, base in smaller terms. That's exactly what it's saying. <laughs> this, yeah. this is why living together uh, is not truly a common-law marriage. Right. I'm glad
2: you said that because I'm getting ready to go into uh, the civil union and the common law marriage. You know, our traditional marriage is let's start with a traditional marriage. Surprisingly, Mm -hmm. the actual marriage ceremony is not required in order for people to be legally married. In most states, all that is required is that the two people are at least 18 years of age, sign a certificate of marriage, usually in front of a minister, judge or some other authorized person and attain a marriage license from that state so stop right there Mm -hmm. if you are married in tennessee Mm -hmm. you're married throughout the world right you know because you have attained that license Mm -hmm. which is just something legally saying that you and her are joined together right okay the common law marriage Occurs when the partners do not obtain a marriage license from the state. You can think of common law marriage as a marriage implied by law. Mm-hmm. The law is basically saying that based upon the conduct of the two people, it is reason reasonably to assume that they intend to create a marriage. Although states differ somewhat in their requirements, right? Here are the general <clears throat> requirements, and just the uh. Depends on what state you live in, mm-hmm. and how long you've been married. Uh, it's it it varies, but normally it goes from two to three years, uh, usually long enough for people to say that we're common law marriage. And there's only a few. Well, there are some states that recognize common
1: law right. marriage as your spouse. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, the only I I believe. And I I, su- I support common law marriage, even though the state probably doesn't or whatever. But the reason, so, or some states are supportive or whatever, because common law marriage, think about it. You bonded with a person outside of the state. Right. You live with this person. If you live together, basically married. You, right. And, but the marriage license, to me, it only gives permission for somebody to say, hey, you're married. To me, it's only given permission. I mean, like a handgun. It only gives you permission to carry a a gun. Right. Right. But does that mean that you're married just because you went and got a marriage license or gave somebody permission to marry you or the state to marry you? Right.
2: And uh, just to touch on some of the states that allow common law marriage is Utah, Texas, South Carolina, New Hampshire, Kansas, Iowa, and Colorado. Now, there are a couple of states Uh, Pennsylvania acknowledged common law marriage, but only if if it was formed prior to January 1st, 2005. Right, right. Ohio, they acknowledge it if it was formed prior to October 10th, 1991. So, Mm -hmm. basically looking at that, there are some, it is something that has been passed, uh, talked about on the state capital level to where what, what, how are we going to allow or what are we going to acknowledge as being married and right. not being married when it comes to common law?
1: Right, because common law is really based on uh, biblical law from which the government and constitutions <laughs> and the Declaration of Independence were based on in the first place. Right. But and, marriage is not... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, yeah, go ahead, you you're good. But uh, me, marriage is not a... See, marriage is not a gift for being a citizen of the United States. And that's what the marriage license kind of give me an idea, or send me in that direction with. But the gift you get for being a citizen of the United States is servitude, but going into a different direction a little bit, and that's in the 14th Amendment. But being an American is a blessing from God. Being a United States federal citizen is not. The gift of marriage from God, and God only. What do we need the state's permission for? Or why do we need the state's permission?
0: Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to The Grace Place.
1: We don't need to state permission to get married. No, we don't. Because people <laughs> are joining.
2: They're being joined together based on how they feel about that person right. at that time. And people are joined are coming together, whether... Uh, the people acknowledges acknowledge them or not. Right. You know, every day we see two people join together whether they have the blessings of their family right. or not because they feel like that's what they want to do. And it's this.
1: a right. You, We have a right to be married. Right. Yeah. And uh, to me, again, marriage is just a bond. Right. Again, we go in biblical terms. That was the whole point of Adam and Eve. Uh, what's the... Uh, Rebecca and... You know, Isaac. 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 I'm sitting yeah. here looking. In, in Genesis 24
2: 67 yeah. It talks about that. Isaac married. Isaac married Rebecca by bringing her into his mother's tent mm-hmm. and taking her as his wife. There was no public ceremony at that time. So, was that a common law marriage, or were they really? That's married?
1: my definition of being common law married, which is really married to me. Right. Yeah. Really, it right. was really married. <laughs> outside of the marriage life and again we talked about this earlier there was no ceremony
2: right in the old testament no there was no ceremony but by new testament times mm-hmm. a public ceremony exchange of vows and declaration of a covenant mm-hmm. is clearly expected mm-hmm. jesus began his ministry at a wedding ceremony by turning the water into wine right and often ref- often refers descriptively to weddings in mm-hmm. his parables. Okay. So that was, so we know wedding was very important to Jesus. And just think, he performed his first miracle
1: okay. at a wedding. Was it a wedding as of, we know it as a wedding? It's a wedding ceremony. Ceremony. Well, a ceremony well wedding. basically, again, witnesses and before God. Right. Not all this other stuff that we see. Right. Okay, okay. Gotcha, right. gotcha. So, uh, When did marriage license come about? Because, you know, a lot of people don't know that marriage license is something really new. We're talking about mid-1900s. Right, okay. Not not our my grandparents, but my great-grandparents. Right. That's not that long ago. My little history, I found out marriage license came around in the 18, well, like mid-Western world. It came to the Western world in the uh, mid-1900s. but they was putting it on the books like in Massachusetts and there were in the 1800s, but that was because they didn't want interracial marriages. Right. They had to keep statistics on interracial marriages. But uh, marriage between two whites, two blacks, two Chinese, they didn't need license. Hmm. They still don't, really. Technically, they still don't. But the government is glad to play off ignorance. They play out ignorance. We go to court of law, anything we do, criminal court, whatever, they play out ignorance. And they want you to pay a revenue. That's right. the entire point of a license. And think about it when Jesus said, render to seizure what is seizure. Render to Caesar what is seizure. He was referring to what was theirs, not throwing away what belonged to the righteousness and giving it to the heathen. It's a big difference. Mm-hmm. So again, are we married spiritually? Physically, mentally, emotionally. Right. Because if you don't have those, marriage license really don't mean anything. Because if you're married in the U.S., (laughs) will
2: Mexico acknowledge your marriage? If you're married in the U.S., will Croatia acknowledge your marriage?
1: They should because there's a bond between me and Mm -hmm. my wife.
2: Right. So that's where, you know, the marriage license. Right. You know, that's something for
1: in the States. Or is it something international? Mm, that's a good question. Can you carry your marriage license? Yeah, you can carry your marriage license
2: from state to state. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. You're married in uh, one state, but they, right. I mean, in America, it is acknowledged throughout right. the states.
1: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Give us a little history on the different cultures, the Western and the uh, Eastern culture, because. Uh, a lot of people don't carry ceremonies like we do. They have some form of ceremony. And and again, they just do it because, you know, you have to have a ceremony, which, I, again, I still think is important, but they're not the important part of marriage. Right. Right. Because uh, you want to acknowledge it in front of God with your witnesses, <coughs> like the biblical terms say.
2: We'll start with Canada. We'll mm-hmm. start close to uh, America. America. And here are some of the requirements, just the basic requirements of getting married. Mm-hmm. They may vary from a uh, province or territory a person wishes to get married in. For example, in Ontario, mm-hmm. a person wanting to get married without parental consent must be at least 18 years old and in British Columbia. They okay. must also be at least 19 year, years old with parental consent from both parents it is possible to get married at 16 and 17. This right. is in Canada.
1: That's in Canada. Because and the United States, if you're under 18, you have to still have consent right. from your parents right. also. Right. Okay. I wonder if it's like that in other countries. Because it was a time our parents or our great-grandparents, they didn't need a consent. Right. But they that was, again, that was before marriage license. Right. Right. Well,
2: let's let's go a little bit farther. Let's go to Croatia. hmm The only legal... Binding type of marriage in Croatia is a civil ceremony, which is pending approval from the registry office, can mm-hmm. take place anywhere. Okay. You will be required to meet with the register at the town hall a couple of days before your wedding takes place. Okay. The register will discuss your paperwork and run through the required procedure with you. Just think marriage is, look- is looked upon. As just something we're gonna run through this, but this is a lifetime commitment.
1: It's a lifetime commitment. The, the a license moment. with the spy. Right. But the lifetime it's commitment a lifetime
2: on the spy. Right. So, yeah. you know, it says our document is required to be original and certified copies and translated into Croatian by the relevant authorities. Okay, well, let's go to France. You know, what what are France? What are the uh requirements in France okay it's, it's pretty much the same but let's let's see what they say marriage in France is legal only through a civil ceremony in council offices called a main or town hall heterosexual and same-sex marriages are legal in France mm-hmm. after the legal marriage a couple can have a secular service a religious ceremony or any other celebration anywhere in the country. Right. So basically they're saying you have to have this civil ceremony before you can have a religious ceremony. Hmm. Interesting. So, well, let's see. Greece. Okay. You know, a Greek Orthodox wedding ceremony uh, are ancient and full of symbolism. Unlike Mm. other weddings, the bride and groom do not make vows to each other. Rather, the fact that they are present together in the church means that they are serious about getting married.
1: I like that one better.
2: The groom waits for his bride outside the church entrance. With all the guests, the bride arrives, the groom hands her the bouquet, and they enter the church together, followed by family and friends. This touching gesture is symbolic of community approval and support. Mm. An orthodox wedding, Ceremony is divided into two parts, a service of betrothal and a ceremony of sacred of marriage. The exchange, the exchanging of rings is the main part of service betrothal. The priest blesses the wedding rings by holding them in his right hand, making the sign of the cross over the heads of the bride and groom. The rings are placed on the third fingers of their right hand. So this is a lot of symbolism and a lot of tradition goes into the Greek wedding.
1: Right. And I understand as far as I have uh, two, actually I have three sister-in-laws. Two of them are are, are, are African and one of them are Asian. The African culture wedding is so different. But they do still have a person they stand in in front of before God and they have witnesses. But like you say, the symbolism, the flower throwing, all that stuff is so different than American weddings. Right. And the Asian wedding, well, I didn't witness an Asian wedding, but I did a little research on that one. That one's different. They do a lot of different stuff also in the Asian wedding. (laughs) Okay,
2: let's look at uh, uh, a Hindu marriage custom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, A Hindu marriage joins two individuals for life. Mm -hmm. It's a spiritual journey that they're taking. It is a union of two individuals as a husband Mm -hmm. and wife and is recognized by law. Mm -hmm. The Hindu wedding is the most important ceremony in Hindu culture.
0: Mm. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to The Grace Place. Although
2: Hindu wedding ceremonies may vary according to the local traditions of the different parts of India, they follow ancient rites and marriage, marital rites can last three days or more. Right. So there's a, this is like not just a, a, a three or four hour ceremony, but these ceremonies can last for days.
1: Right. Okay. So it's not just a couple of hours, like how it can right. last for days. days. Okay. Right. okay. Okay. Uh, the, the good thing uh, another thing about it being spiritually married <laughs> my question is that because let's say sex i'm gonna just break it down when you have sex with a person is that a form of marriage sex is the
2: consummation mm-hmm. of marriage mm-hmm. sex with anyone
1: mm-hmm. but you being made as one with them you been that's a, And that's, like, again, that's a bond. Right. So, is it safe to say, I don't want to say everyone. Yeah, I can say everyone because at a time, you know, you sleep with this person, you sleep with this person growing up. You Are wanna. you committing the marriage with every, those people? you're developing a soul tie. you develop a soul tie. Is that a marriage? That's not a marriage. That's not a marriage. Okay. A, 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 soul, a marriage is a
2: commitment. It's a commitment. Sleeping with someone is just sleeping with them. Right. If you are sleeping with someone that you're in a commitment to, mm-hmm. there is your marriage. Got gotcha. But if you're sleeping with someone you're not committed to, you right. have developed a soul tie.
1: Right. So, so uh, what's the vow? Uh, together, bring two flesh to one flesh. Again, this is just like at, uh, your your cellular system, the marriage uh, of your atoms. Anytime you take two things and make it to one, I consider it a marriage because it's a bond. That's right. how I'm looking and at then,
2: it. And you are bonded with you are bonded with that person, right? And not just soul tied because they are are. When I talk about the soul tie, you know, mm-hmm. people might ask,
1: "What is a soul tie?" Yeah, explain that because I I want to get in deep okay. detail about soul
2: a tie. A soul tie is an emotional bond mm-hmm. that forms an attachment. Emotional bond. Yeah. Think about this: an emotional bond that forms an attachment to a person. They may be godly or ungodly, right? Pure or demonic. Most people use the term soul tie. To refer to connections linking people mm-hmm. together, soul ties are not necessarily sexual or romantic. Right. But when you like spending time with a person, you 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 are binding yourself to that person. That's true. That's you, true. You, you're becoming as one with the person. You, know, whoever you sit and spend time with. Before you know it, you will start taking on their mannerism, some of their vocabulary, some of their their, their actions. If you spend
1: enough time with that person, you will start acting like that person. Right. That's a bond. I mean, that's a breakdown of a bond. (laughs) I understand that. So um, you can have a spiritual bond. Again, we just talked about the uh, emotional bond. Physical bond. Well, we touched on physical bond a little bit. Give me what you think a physical bond, cause you got to have all these to be considered one. Or, or do you?
2: You say emotional bond or a physical bond? It's and a physical bond.
1: Emotional yeah. bond, spiritual bond, physical bond. All this.
2: Uh, a physical bond <laughs> is uh, uh is black, purely sexual. Purely sexual. Purely sexual.
1: Because so you can be true. married physically, but not emotionally. Right. It's, and now we can go back and think about relationships. Right. And your right. marriage that you a lot of people struggle with at home. Right. And why she like you, and but she love you, but she just don't no, like right. you. Yeah, yeah I right. understand that now. So you can have a physical bond. Sex can be great. Emotional bond for a minute, because emotions can change every five to ten, 10 seconds. You can like me right now, but as soon as I get up, you might, you don't like me. So, spiritually bond. Do you think spiritual bonds can end a marriage or or bring a marriage together? Give me your reason because I'm thinking of a Muslim and a Christian. Because I learned that a Muslim man can find a Christian woman, but a, a Muslim woman can find a Christian man. How come? If they're married through a bond. Well, the thing
2: about it is the Bible talks about people being unequally yoked. Okay. And you want to be able to, uh, uh that man should be able to lead that woman. It's right. hard for him to go serve Jesus and she's serving Allah. Right. Because they're two starch, uh, uh, Contrast of mm-hmm. one another, you know. The man is the is the is the head. The man is the one that leads. Right. So the woman is to follow. Right. That's why that Christian man can lead that 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 uh, uh Muslim, Muslim woman. woman. Right. The Christian woman, woman
1: can't lead the Muslim, Muslim. man. Vice versa on the Muslim side, that's why the Muslims say the man can find a Christian woman because he can change her or leave her. Right. But vice versa. Right.
2: That's understandable. So that's why that's the difference. And that's the 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 power mm-hmm. of the male influence. The right. power of the male in the family. Because mm-hmm. he has the 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 ultimate decision right. as to where they are going to uh
1: practice their religion right right understand them understand them. that's some deep insight because that is in, also is in the bible uh now give us and we talked about this in season one a little bit what makes you married <laughs> we talked about this a
2: little bit it, it was just ironic that you said that uh-huh. but you know there are so many different types of marriages right because you know, I'm just looking at something that says you created a common goal. Right. And your common goal in life is most people want to be happy. Mm-hmm. They want to be financially secure. Right. They want to uh, be financially uh, sound. They want to be emotionally supported, emotionally sound. Right. Well, what happens when the issues come mm-hmm. is that those common goals created, mm-hmm. the one person is striving for that goal and the other one is not trying to reach that goal. So that's mm-hmm. going to cause a rift or strife, or right. it's going to cause problems. Right, the tribulations. Right, uh, especially when, as we talked about in season one, raising your kids when you were raised one way mm-hmm. and she was raised another, vice versa. Mm-hmm. And you don't see eye to eye on how to discipline or raise your
1: children. Right. All right, and, and the reason I asked that question is because of what's the wedding that the, the marriage in other countries where they stay in the bloodline for the wealth, financial reasons, and what's the name, uh, what, what's the name of that? uh? But basically, they marry each other for, again, like not you said. Not for love, but for yeah they, for, they're not, for financial gain. Right. And then, now some of those turn out later to end up loving each other in the last right. 40, 50, 60, 70 years and for instance though like we I just said the royal family they keep it within the bloodline to be a wealth right because they don't want the wealth to leave from the family right and do you think we should consider that also when we looking for a mate or I don't want to say looking for a mate because God's supposed to send you your mate am I right or wrong we should uh uh-huh. um, well for a woman a woman God was seeing her, her man, but a man is to go and find his woman. woman, Right. Right. The
2: man is the hunter, the woman is the hunter. Right. Right. Did rather Um, repeat that question again. The the
1: marriage for the wealth. I was trying to figure out the name of that marriage for the wealth. uh, They call it some kind of marriage. I can't think of it for nothing.
0: Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to The Grace Place.
1: The arranged marriage. The arranged marriage is what I was trying to get to. But anyway, uh, that what the British family, the royal families, and as I'm learning, Chinese uh, marriages. Right. Those arranged marriages. So do you think that arranged marriage... Could be positive or impacting in a positive way or negative way, or should we be doing that, or what? You, what's your opinion on? It?
2: Well, most uh, research uh,
1: on arranged
2: marriages, believe mm-hmm. it or not, are they are more successful mm-hmm. than when you go out and pick your own spouse. Right, right. That is because when you are going in for a common goal. You have, you know why you're being married. Yes. It mm-hmm. might not be love in the beginning, but eventually right. you learn to love each other. Right, and your families are accepting, are accepting, of, right, right, of one another because they have arranged to put you together.
1: They cuts out the in law problems, right, the financial it's problems. problems. Right. They cuts out a lot of right. problems, right. Uh, just to be clear, what arranged marriage is? Arranged marriage is a marital partner who are cho- chosen by the parents and community elders, matchmaking or religious leaders. In effort to guide young people through the process of finding the right person to marry, arranged marriage wor- worldwide encompass a wide variety of procedures, cultural customs, length of courtship, as well as the practice and spiritual reasoning for the matching of the partner. Generally, such a match is based on considerations other than pre-existing mutual attraction. Traditional arranged marriages became less common in the 20th century, with majority of the young people in most cultures selecting their own spouse with or without parental approval. However, with this increasing prevalence of divorce among marriage for love, advocates of arranged marriage argue that it is valued. That, that's, that's basically what you said. I mean, that's why their marriages last longer. Right. One common goal. Because they understand. I was thinking of arranged marriage. I was thinking of
2: uh, one of my favorite movies, Coming to America. Uh-huh. Eddie Murphy didn't want to be married. He wanted to go and find his own queen, which, you know, of course, that worked out for him. Right. But typically, in reality, most arranged marriages is about preserving family wealth. Mm-hmm. And two families coming together, and they the two fathers right. of, the, of the families coming together, and those marriages are arranged. Some either are
1: arranged at birth of, 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 the, of children. the children. Right, right. This this almost uh, like classism a little bit. Right, right. <laughs> what about the small people? Right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I see benefit in it. I be I, because as, as I'm sitting here thinking about my kids. If I was to leave, let's say I leave them a fortune, you know, millions, billions, whatever. They got all this asset and uh, it could be a liability if you go and marry someone that's not as wealthy. I mean, you hate to say it like that because it's almost like leave the little man where he's at. Right. Worry about yourself. But at the same time, you don't want to lose everything either. And
2: your family and your children's children's children will not have what you set up for the wealth that you laid aside for
1: them. Right. And that's also, that's just the financial side, even the spiritual side, the religious side. You don't want a person to turn the tradition around.
2: Right. And to start serving, if you're serving the Most High God, Mm -hmm. which is Jesus Christ, then you end up marrying someone of a
1: different religion. Mm-hmm. Then what are you going to do? Marrying an atheist or something? Right, oh boy. Know. They talk about ancestors rolling over in their grave. Right, <laughs> right. boy. I, I roll over in my grave, man. But um, so prenuptial agreements—is this part of what prenuptial agreements? Because now since we're not marrying or doing arranged marriages, that's why prenuptial agreements. <laughs> you know, on the skyrocket and divorces on the skyrocket and all that kind of stuff. So I do see arranged marriages because, again, I've lived 40 years and my daughter wanted to get married and she only been here 18, 19 years. She don't see what's before her. Right, what's yeah. coming
2: up. And and that is where you have a lot of the divorce rate is high. Like right. you had stated before because those unforeseen hurdles are, are, are problems in marriage that are down the down the line right. you already know right. and if you're marrying if they are marrying someone that one you might not approve of right. or someone you might not agree you know, if you got a, a, a man coming from a Christian background, and you got a, a woman coming from mm-hmm. uh, I can do whatever I want, to do is that whip background, you're gonna right. have a clash. So you're gonna have a clash. Yes, he doesn't see, yes, the son doesn't see the the hurdles that are laying before him, but the dad do. Right. So that's gonna be a clash, you know, and you're gonna get that you don't understand. Right. It's, no, you don't understand what you're facing, what right. you're getting ready to deal with.
1: And a lot of people out there in the world probably saying, that's control, that's control. No, it's not control. My job as a father is to protect my daughter, right? To point out the obvious. Right. Like you say that,
2: protector. And why would you protect your daughter for 20 years
1: mm-hmm. and give her to a fox to live the rest of her life? There you go. There you go. Same way with the son. Right. The I'm building my son to go and find a woman that right. can meet him with his common goal. Right to help right.
2: him to make him a better man. To not help, to make like him you life. said, not to take away from him, but to add to him. Right. Your spouse should be there to add to, right. not take away. Not
1: take away. Correct. Correct. Again, this is these things that we didn't learn. The marriage license again don't teach you that. You don't get a class for this.
2: no nah, it, it don't. You, you just show man.
1: up with with the thing sent to show the up state,
2: and you hoping that everything works out. And you know, if people are, are in it for a common goal mm-hmm. and they sit down and they discuss mm-hmm. uh what it is that they want to do together, mm-hmm. it will work because right. they are in one accord, they're in agreement in mm-hmm. their marriage. And that how can two walk together separate, they're in agreement. Right. But normally what happens is most people don't they show up and they have a conversation and they, mm-hmm. oh, I really like this person. Right. When the abuse come in, uh, now you have the soul tie effect because it's like, why won't she leave? It's obvious to everyone on the outside that she should leave. That she should leave, or he should leave. Right? Because men get abused as well. Mm -hmm. Well, during this time, they have gotten together and they have uh, uh, that ungodly soul tie now. Right. So that abusiveness continues with the cycle. It right. continues to go. It right. continues on and on and on, and at that point, you're saying, "How do I get them out of it?" The mm-hmm. only way they can get out of it is that they choose to get out of it.
1: Yep, yep. And um, there's only certain because once you're married, you create this bond. You can't just stop there. So we talked about this again in season one. Uh, there's only certain things that you can do to break a marriage, right? And it's basically listed in the uh, Bible. Of it's only certain things. Just because you don't like a person no more, it gives you no ground for divorce. That's not it. That's not it. He'll so give us some. Uh, we didn't talk about the African culture. Yes,
2: that is what I wanted to touch on with some of the African traditional. Mm-hmm. And I have eight of them here. and I, I'm there. Some of these were new to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the first one is called Knocking on the Door. Mm-hmm. It's very unique because, you know, asking the family of the bride for permission to marry is fairly common practice around the world. Mm-hmm. And the African-American community is no exception for this old school courtesy is called. Uh, but you did not know what you did not know, requesting the bride's hand in marriage is a tradition that can be tracked back, traced back to Ghana. Mm-hmm. This particular ceremony is also known as kuku ko, right. if I pronounced that right, begins with the groom knocking on the door of the bride's home and waiting for entry. When the groom's knock is accepted, his delegation presents gifts like money and spiritual libation. Once his intentions are announced, both families discuss prospect of becoming one before providing their blessings. That's very
1: interesting because they said both families discuss coming as one. That's arranged marriage then, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's funny you said how they knock on the door and the father, and you ask the father it can be traced back to Ghana before, but it can be traced back farther than that because I found in the Bible, uh, Tobit 7, 12 through 14, the father placed the hand of his daughter the it, it said that i think that the father places the hand of his daughter in the hand of the husband right with a with uh, with the contract it always go the father has a lot to do with, just like we do in the western world we right. ask the father for his hand in marriage there you go so it,
0: like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to The Grace Place.
1: It's a different, different ways you carry the ceremony, but it sounds like to me, all of it the same.
2: Right. A lot of it the same. Yeah. Uh, another one, the one that is pretty much familiar to all of us is Jump the broom.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: where did that come from? This is one of the contingent of African-American wedding tradition is none other than Jump in the Broom. Mm-hmm. But oddly enough, unlike the rest of the practices, jumping in the Broom has written records within the Welsh-Romanian gypsy community uh-huh. that dates as far as back as the 18th century. It also refuted that the tradition developed from Ghana and its people esteemed from broom brooms, which served to sweep away past wrongs and evil spirits, regardless of which ethnic group started this trend, the act of jumping the broom became thoroughly engraved in America's slave culture, when slaves were forbidden to marry. This resulted in many couples joining together in a secret with ceremonies that include acts like jumping the broom to proclaim their commitment. Right. To this day, it's not uncommon to see African American couples incorporating customized handmade brooms to jump over and keep a, as a memento long as long after the wedding day. So hmm. that's where jumping the broom came from. Nice, nice, uh, nice. Another one is tying the knot. You know, you hear that, we've heard that that uh uh statement, hey man, I'm, I'm getting ready to go tie the knot. You know, you're gonna tie the knot. Uh, everyone has heard, you know, tying the knot, but it is not as commonly known that this saying is somewhat connected to an age-old African ritual. Right. Though it's not easy to pinpoint which part of Africa tying the knot originated in, this literally binding tradition is highly popular with African-American couples. During the ceremony, a bride, a bride and groom have their wrists tied together with each other. With a either a kete cloth, string of cowrie shells, mm-hmm. braided grass, or decorative rope, with their wrists joined together, the couple say their vows in front of the official who ties the knot and confirms their commitment to marriage. Mm. So basically, they're being you're being tied together, you're being bonded, uh, bonded together right. with
1: someone. Well, that's then that's on the uh. The exterior, but the interior, that was marriage is you bind and tie you're yourself, right. souls or spirits, everything right. all together. Right. You
2: know? So, those are just a couple of African American wedding traditions, which is very unique uh, to carry on and to look at how we are bonded together because marriage is about binding one to another. you know, tying the knot, you're tying yourself to another person and not just for. A year or two, but for a lifetime, for eternity.
1: Okay, okay. Well, we learned a lot today just on marriage, marriage license, different cultures. We kind of touched a lot of uh, subjects today. I mean, we went into detail on a lot of them, but the basic thing we need to know, what makes us married, is not a marriage certificate. Right. It's the bonding and that one common goal and we can call it arranged marriage with uh whatever we want to call it but that's what we need to be doing to go forward to have successful marriage a lot because a lot of us didn't have to sit down and talk with our spouse before we married i made that mistake i didn't have to sit down this is our goal this is what we headed to and you stuck here regardless right don't want to sound controlling but the the actual, the actual fact is we are here in this thing together for life
2: right and most people don't have those talks you know right. what are your goals what are your dreams what is right. it that you're striving for the one thing you know sitting down and talking to uh, a lot of uh, married couples, they just wanted to be together, but they right. didn't define how they were going to be together. Right. What was going to make their union work? Right. One of the things that me and my wife have decided, well, when we decided how we were going to live together as one, right that's when our problems stopped. Right. I mean, we still have them, but the good part about having problems with someone who's on the same page with you so that you can talk about can it because it's out. like okay right. hey we're off track mm-hmm. we said we was gonna do this mm-hmm. and we're doing that what happened oh uh, okay you're right you're right you know right. let's let's get back on track whether it's me or whether it's her because You're going to have disagreements. You're going to have misunderstandings. But if you don't have an agreement on how to deal with those disagreements and misunderstandings, then that's where all the friction comes. Right. And that's where people go and they feel like I can just go to someone else. They're going to deal with me differently than the person that I'm with. But it ends up being a repeated cycle. Right.
1: And out of all that, that's basically saying... Don't get married just based on love. Right. Well, you get married <laughs> based on well, love. You gonna need love. Well, you but gonna you need, need it. to get an understanding. You need to way. get understanding, right? You right. better get some understanding. <laughs> well, so we gonna end this with. You got anything to say to close this out? That's it. All uh, right. Again, we know that all men were created equal. That they are endowed by the Creator with certain inalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. You have the right to get married without a license or state permission. What makes a marriage, makes a marriage is the commitment, the ceremony in front of God, the witness, and sacred vows creating a covenant. We do not get our rights from the government, but from God. That's, it. <laughs> That's season two. Thank y'all for listening.
0: We out the grace place where you can subscribe to the show in itunes stitcher or via rss you can also join us at grace place on facebook and at grace place 7 on twitter so you'll never miss a show while you're at it if you found value in this show we'd appreciate a rating on itunes or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show that would help us out too this is a double a production